This is the EVP Podcast. Alrighty, everybody. You're listening to the EVP Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Beaker. And I'm Ghosty. And this week we did it correctly and we waited till the after we introduce ourselves to introduce our special guest. You've heard him before and he's back. He was our first guest ever. This is Dave. Hello, I'm Dave. I'm back again. <laughs> two years, apparently. Guess back. I like, yeah, how you, I like how you rubbed that in my I'm, face. I'm back. <laughs> going to be... Uh, That's not the other thing I rub in your face. Going to use talk. My, my Light FM voice. Like, you're listening to the Light FM. With Lo-Fi Dave. Lo-fi. Going to listen to some Alan Parsons project. Coming up next on Light FM 100. <laughs> Barry White. Can't get enough of your love. And the lighter side... Of REO Speedwagon. All right. <laughs> All right. If you're still awake, um, thanks. We want to thank Madam Hicks for coming back last week. That was last week, right? That was Madam last Hicks week. Hicks for coming back last week. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. She will be back. She has more stories. And I got, I got her vest over here. Oh, yeah. We got your vest, so you have to come back. Yep. We're holding We're it holding a hostage. <laughs> we still closed, so if you want to leave your shirt, that way you can guarantee you come back. Yeah. Uh, well, it's collateral. I, I have uh, several layers here, so leave, I can... leave your boxers when you're yeah. done. <laughs> that way, you know you can come back and be on the show. All right, to to retrieve my underwear. Yeah, yeah that's the only way <laughs> you're gonna get it. <laughs> I'm back to retrieve my underwear. All right, um, we did have one comment on YouTube from last week's episode from our good friend Paul. He says Tonopah is his halfway point when he's going from. I believe he lives up in Reno area. When he's driving to Vegas, he stops in Tonopah, and he's mad at us because we keep saying we're going to schedule a visit to go see him and investigate with him, and we don't. One of these days. One of these days. We'll book it. We'll do it, Paul. I promise. Goldfield, Tonopah. <laughs> we need to. Clown we need Hotel. To, uh, but there's so many stuff out there because he's got you got the Washoe Club. I know I say it wrong on purpose. <laughs> there's Mackie Mansion. There's the Bonanza out there in uh, Virginia City. Right? Yeah, yeah, so Virginia that's all City. that there in Virginia City. Tonopah, you got the Nevada State Penitentiary that I want to do out there. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so much stuff. Um, so we should just plan like a week long trip and go, we'll go and just hit as much as we can through the desert. All and, the ghosts. And Paul is like the uh, honorary mayor of Virginia City, I think. I think so too. Yeah, I think he, he has a key to the city. Yeah, yeah, he right? should. He should. <laughs> He's literally their economy up there. And, and right? it, with good reason, though. I. Say that Virginia He's, City is, is, is tourism, a really great place. All the oh, it is. Goes through it's great. I, I wish I was that close to Virginia City too. There's so much. I would be investigating all the time too. Oh yeah, totally. I don't. Speaking one of investigating bit. all the time, mm-hmm. I know you're going. You're excited, right? I am very excited. March fourth, March fourth, we are going to have our first ever EVP podcast. Our first ever EVP wow. podcast. Public investigation. <laughs> our, yeah. <laughs> Did you get that, lost there I for did. a second? I, I was like, what What am I saying? <laughs> Our first EVP public investigation at the Fort Douglas Military Museum. Uh, tickets are only $30. You can find those on eventbrite.com. Uh, yeah. There's a link on our Facebook social media and Instagram social medias. And um, there's limited tickets, so better hurry. They are selling out pretty quick, actually. Yeah, we got about a third of them gone, so get on it. Yes. And I'll be there. Dave will be there. He will be there. <laughs> oh, uh, fun treat. If you are there, we are recording our 100th episode 
at the investigation. And if you've got stories from the investigation while you're there, you are invited to come on and tell us about what happened. Share them. So, yeah, we will be having, it'll be lots of fun. Do it. Do it, do it, do it. Okay. Uh, now that we got all that nonsense out of the way, uh, we're going to travel across the world. We're going back to Romania. Across the across the seas? Across the seas. Um, to another place that apparently Vlad the Impaler visited at Dracula. one point. Dracula. Dracula. We're going to the Hoi Baku Forest. I might have said that wrong. What'd you call me? Hoi Bachu. <laughs> Hoi Bachu. When I told someone this is the forest we were talking about, he said, "I'm excuse me, I think is you sneezed. <laughs> yeah. I think you sneezed when you were saying that. And I'm like, and then he uh, started, he's like, oh yeah. And he started telling me about the forest. I'm like, you know about it? And I'm like, wait, did you just Google it? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> I was excited. So the Hoi Bachu Forest, it's located in the Cluj-Napaca city there in Romania. It's nearby. That's the closest city to the forest. Uh, this forest is approximately 618 acres or about one square mile big. Okay. This forest is. Um, and it's it's where the devil lives. That's what say. I heard. That's where they say the devil lives. Um, this forest is, it's been around for quite some time. So well, I heard it was named after a guy. It was named actually Hoi Baku. Bachu. Hoi Bachu. That's his name. That's his name. Yeah. They named That's, it after him. They named it after him. Do you know what happened to him? Do you, Dave? I, I read about it, but uh, go ahead and tell he us. He was a him. shepherd. He was. And he had like 200 sheep. Approximately. Approximately 200 sheep. And this dude uh, apparently took his sheep into the forest one day and uh, no one ever saw him. Again, he just vanished. And, and a sheep. And, uh, a, and sheep. a sheep. And yeah. a sheep. Everything gone. There was no trace. No trace. That's There was a portal. Do you think there's a portal there? I mean, um, there's other stories that there are other stories that go on afterwards that also sound. But this is this is where the forest. This is the got first. Name. This is the first. This is like the first. This dude just vanished, and, and so that's they a named, huge event though. Two hundred sheep. They probably didn't give a shit about him, but they were like two hundred yeah, sheep? sheep in this in, in this day and age. <laughs> How many coats that is? <laughs> right. That's a lot of money. It's freaking Romania. That's a lot right. of clothes Cold here in the winter. Shit. Yeah. Also sheep. <laughs> but yeah, so that's probably a big event. So I see why they named it after him. I, I can see so too. But you know what that's funny is even before that, um, it's believed that this this place is haunted by peasants who lived in the area as far back as like sixty five hundred BC. Like the forest people? Yeah. I could see that. Um the children of well, the forest is what they're called, I think. They say there's evidence of like old settlements there. Oh yeah? Um, dating all the way back to the Neolithic period. And like this, like I said, this evidence suggests that it's possible that people originally settled here, like I said, in 6,500 BC. So, um, it's old, like one of the oldest settlements in Romania. So this, this place has been around for quite some time, but the, the Hoi Bachu, when he disappeared is kind of more recent. One year. What was that? I never saw the year. I didn't, I don't think like, I, I never saw a year. On, a lot of these stories, you never see years. No. So I'm wondering how valid it was, this is. It was probably back is. when there was like moon phases. Probably. Yeah. It was. However, you say a, an eon or two? Yeah. Maybe four. Yesteryear. <laughs> y- days of yore. Yeah. The yeah. days of yore. <laughs> Do they, I don't think they had yore in Romania, well, though. The days of yore to the second power. Right. That's two yores. Two yores ago. The ninth millionth moon. Yeah. That's when this all happened. Uh, 
but they do they say this place is like creepy right so they say that like like i said the devil they say the devil lives here um they say that there's a lot of ghosts um which would make sense if there's been people dying in the area since 6500 bc well and, it's weird uh, the, the trees grow weird there too they also see aliens that's the trees something do grow. newer that is, is that? newer yeah 1968 is the, the year of the is when it first started but we'll get to that so they they claim this place is kind of like the Bermuda Triangle of Transylvania. Yes. And just in case you didn't know, Transylvania is real. It's not just made up for. Do they have eels there? Eels? What? I wonder if eels. Oh, eels! eels yeah. Fornicate there. They have the eel sex in <laughs> Romania. That's and if really you know what we're talking up, about, maybe. that's like one of our first Bermuda that's Triangle. Maybe episodes. a couple years ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm googling that. We're right probably after lost. This. Yeah. <laughs> Google, Google eel sex. Eel sex. Um, <laughs> I haven't seen no one, that one. No yet. one ever. No one has. Yeah. No one has. Yeah. Oh, I can find it on. Porn they just up. go down there. Try and it. They... Try <laughs> it. Oh, eel sex. No, there actually, are... I, I don't want to see that. I... So there. <laughs> do you, you might. I I just I, I just visualized that it went from a joke to sort of a semi reality in my brain. Thanks a lot. Did it move? <laughs> oh, it's moving right now. <laughs> like an eel. Hold on. <laughs> so you probably won't find eels there, but you will find things like bears. And bats and wolves and vipers. Man, bear, pig. Man, bear, pig. With Patrick Duffy as a leg. <laughs> South Park. Um, Dupertheria. Yeah. So there are there are animals there. there. It's funny because I watched I watched a, a bunch of videos and and some of the people claim that like animals won't go into the forest, but the animals are in the forest. Yeah. Um. And you were talking about the trees. Tell me more about the trees. So they grow in a weird zigzag spiral. Uh, Clock were were persistent, but yeah, they they grow zigzag, clockwise. They they grow kind of clockwise, and then there's this weird patch where nothing grows at all, and they can't figure out why. They've done soil samples, yeah. yep. and they're the scientists can't figure out why nothing will grow there. They're, it's capable, the soil's good, everything says yeah. it's good to go. Some people say that this this is like a portal. Uh, where this 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 grassy area is because there's grass and stuff. There's just no trees, and there like you said, there's no reason for there to not be trees. Some people say it's like a portal to another dimension. Um, other people that are very skeptical say it's just a meadow. Hmm. It's rolling but I don't out know. Dell. Now there are some cases in uh, in Poland where they have trees that kind of grow the same way, and they're theorized that they were crafted that way by or manipulated by the local farmers in around 1929 um and they had to abandon them to make uh furniture with that curve okay and they're, they're very they're very similar yeah, have you ever seen the polish trees that dave's talking about yeah. look up the crooked forest in yes Poland. that's what it is the crooked forest and um, often oftentimes like when you're looking up hoi bachu mm-hmm. uh people use pictures of the crooked forest yeah for hoi bachu, but it's it's actually yes, not. and the the ones in the the forest in in uh, Romania are there's spaces where they're it's not as uniform, where it almost looks like a a manipulated orchard of trees, and they look uh, like little benches. It's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and in, they in had Poland. to be abandoned because like like they did everything else in Europe. The Nazis came in and they. <laughs> Use it all for yeah, furniture. Well, yeah, they they basically you <laughs> farming farming for furniture uh, was was not a priority when when they rolled through. <laughs> they kind of got abandoned, and they've just grown. But it's really cool. I did it. But yeah, the the ones in Romania, they're uh, they're a little more gnarled. Some of them look. It's it's a little creepier looking. 
but yeah, some are, some are more, very similar. So, yeah, they're it's more like, ominous. Spiral. Like, there's uh, right. there's actually some in some of the videos I was watching. There's some that look like they started growing up and then just kind of gave up and started growing back mm-hmm. down towards the earth. That's crazy. <laughs> there's a couple that are like grown out of the side of a mountain, or they, they saw a path and they were like going straight out. Yeah, it was crazy. Well, and there's a whole bunch that like there's two trees like kind of growing right next to each other, which it happens. But they're like it's I've seen where like. It's one stump and it's kind of split off. Mm-hmm. These are like two stumps that have grown in like the exact same spot. So two different trees that are growing out of the same if spot. Maybe thousands of years ago, whoever, when they first were settling there, maybe they manipulated the roots to to make it open like that. They kind of made a circle on purpose, hmm. so they didn't have maybe. a a playground of some sort to yeah, play. This is where we play to, to, yeah. to worship uh, pagan gods. The, 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 the pagans. Well, and, yeah. People still do that apparently yeah. in that little grassy knoll area in the, in the yeah. center. Oh, see, still, I'm just making shit up, and it's yeah, already been happening you're not, for thousands of been years. Happen, but people still go out there, like witches and and Americans. I would. I'd go out. Apparently, there. Americans with swords go out there. Yeah, LARP, and, um, people they LARP out there. People do yoga there. They do yoga, yoga. to like yeah. You do yoga in the haunted uh, Transylvania That's demon awesome. woods. I would. I'd yoga and I'd LARP and I'd do all those things. Be like you're in like upwards dog and. Comes the demon guy. Well, they say that <laughs> when you're looking they, between your legs, oh, I'm no. like, oh no. They think during they they think that doing this yoga there, they're actually able to kind of like harness the power of the forest, and they can use that to like grant wishes in their yoni. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. What? I don't know what that means. I don't. I don't know. Some people. Not, might. I'm not it's gonna. Not funny I'm, not gonna I'm not gonna elaborate. But. Someone else might think it's oh a yoni egg. Yeah. Okay. Yoni. I know. I know where he's going now. The yoni egg. Another, another thing to, to Google, Google here afterwards. Google. Eel sex and yoni eggs. Yoni eggs. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Never mind. I don't have to Google that now. But, but, you know, if they're crystals, maybe. <laughs> oh, God. Putting the rose quartz to the light. Everyone else would be like, what the fuck? Yoni eggs. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. No, people, they think they can... Get wishes from the forest using the energy. Um, I don't think that's a thing, but uh, maybe I don't know. I've never been there. They could. Well, they could. Apparently, there is a lot of energy in those <laughs> woods, though. Like most medieval woods, um, I imagine, with all the history that's there, there has to be. There has to be. You know, you get you get that in, in nature. I think just in general, right? I mean, it's and been in those for forests. So long. You know, with all the you know rituals that have been going on there forever, all the the dead war, bodies. And dead bodies. Yeah, I bet there's plenty of energy, and you feel it, especially if you're a, a yoga person. Probably. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know if you can grant wishes, but well, with all this energy that's there, one of the local or one of the, the main legends. So there was the two main legends. The first one was uh, it being named after Hoi Bachu with him disappearing. The other one was there was a five year old girl. This one's crazy. That like wandered into the forest, right? And, and disappeared. Like, no one could Same find thing. her. Same thing, yeah, disappeared. Disappeared. The only difference is, is five years later, she reemerged from the forest. and No memory. She, no memory of what happened, where she was at. It's five years later. To Same her, it clothes. seemed like it was just, like, the next day or, like, a couple minutes or whatever. She's wearing the exact same clothes. She hadn't aged. aged no it all aging. looked different. Yeah, so five years, she comes back looking exactly the way she did the day she went in the forest. And that also doesn't have a year. Yes. Nope. <laughs> it is. It is in every uh, story I looked up online, though. I'm like, right. it's, not, yeah. it's documented, but it's not like factual documentation. Yeah. yeah there's no years or anything. So there isn't like, a name either. It's just a girl. Yep. 
And it's a legend. Um, so some stuff that I understand might have actually been documented was there was a dude named Emil Barnia, and he was a military technician. He went camping with some friends in the forest, and while they were camping, he was out gathering up some wood for a fire. He hears them calling his name and goes to kind of check out what they're what they want you know like hey why are you calling my name and uh, it says it it was a sunny august afternoon and he found his girlfriend and she said there was something weird they walked over to a clearing and they looked up in the sky and there was a kind of a shiny silver disc like kind of floating not too far above the ground and i believe he got about four photos of the object before it just took off um, one website did say that, um, at the time this was in the sixties when he took these photographs and he wasn't the only person in the sixties took photographs. I have another story of someone, um, but he was in the military, uh, obviously worked for the government at the time. And from what I understood, like he had everything to lose by coming forward with his information. Uh, so there would, they say there's no reason for this dude to make this up. Uh, eventually, like at the point at, at, at that point in time, um, the, he lost everything. He lost everything. <laughs> he lost his job. He was fired. Uh, apparently, the the communist government they considered belief in the paranormal to be madness and state sabotage. So they they ended up letting him go. He got kicked out of the mm-hmm. uh, military. Lucky he didn't go to the crazy bin. Right. Yeah. Well, it's a lot of reason why airline pilots won't. They have the best stories. But you can't say you've seen UFOs. It's probably more of them now you could. But yeah, back in the day, yo, you, you're, you're just like, okay, well, you're a nut. Your uh, license is revoked. Yeah. Yep. So more of them are now yeah. saying things now, and it's not as taboo. Right. No, it's not. Especially since the government came out recently and said, yeah, UFOs are a thing. Um, what do you guys think about those crazy balloons? <laughs> <laughs> I think there's some like hobbyists going, what the hell, man? <laughs> after yeah. the, I paid after a the lot Chinese of money one. for those. Dude, <laughs> I think how much helium costs these days. So, yeah, I would be upset if someone shot my balloon down. Hopefully they had some good like GoPro cam footage on it. Maybe. That's probably a drone. As, as the, the sidewinder comes in and blows <laughs> it up. That'd be pretty dope. <laughs> well, see, it wasn't just the balloons, though. We did post this on our social media last week. There was there's some, other things they yeah, haven't said. What it is. Right. They haven't there's said what some it possible is. UFOs. Right. They they only said one was an actual balloon. Right. And, and the other have, ones were a little. Uh, they haven't ruled out. Right. They have not ruled out UFO. Right. But I, love, I love that stuff. One of the truck drivers <laughs> coming to my work. He was showing me videos uh, down in the Delta area. Okay. And he said for like three weeks, he lived, he's lived in his house for like 40 years and he's never seen this before for like three weeks straight. Like every night there was these random like blue and red flashing lights and they wouldn't, sometimes they would move around and sometimes it would be stationary. Sometimes there would be like three or four of these things in a row. He's not a hundred percent sure what they are. Um, he looked into it. Uh, you know, I mentioned, I'm, I'm like, I asked him if it could be a satellite and he said, no, because they don't flash yeah. lights. Satellites right. don't flash or so have he's, color. So he's been, there's some weird stuff going on. Well, I believe it out in that area. Some UFO stuff. I like that. Interesting. So, right. And, and down in the desert, you have so, you have, don't have so much light, light pollution. pollution yeah. So, yeah, it's it's a great place to see that. I 
That's why Dugway here is a place yeah. where people see a lot of, and that's Skinwalker Ranch as well. But also feature episodes. Yep. <laughs> so this dude in 1968, uh, his name was Alexandru uh, Sift. He actually he was another person that photographed some UFOs in the forest. And that's when it was when these these photographs came out. That's when people started really paying attention to Hoyabachu Forest. Like, okay. I mean, there's there Alexander. I'm gonna say Alexander. That's not how it's spelled, but that's what I'm going with. Um, <laughs> it's it's Alexandru. I think is what his name is. Um, he was a scientist. I think he was a botanist in the area. Mm-hmm. He was fascinated by the paranormal stories. So he. Through, I, I believe through the 50s and 60s, he made several trips into the forest uh, documenting kind of his findings and stuff. And apparently when he passed away, uh, all, all of his notes and stuff, all of his findings and that were destroyed except for a couple of his notes. And it was it said that um, he died in 1993. I'll say that. Um but the the notes that weren't destroyed, apparently every... They kind of detailed all the experiments he was doing in the forest. And every single of the notes ended with knowledge is harmful and ignorance is bliss. Hmm. So um, I know that this dude was real. The, the, this, the story that I found on him as I was kind of reading through it, I don't know how real this is, especially... And I'll, I'll say why at the end of it. But apparently... Um, about 10 years after he passed, so this would be about 2003, the Romanian government kind of started taking interest into his notes. And they wanted to see if they can recreate his um, his experiments. So they got three guys to volunteer. They didn't tell him exactly what they were doing. Because if they told him, like, hey, we're going to drop you into this forest by yourself... <laughs> They probably would have told them to, you know, F off. We're not doing it. So they just told these guys that they wanted to see how an average person would travel in a foreign territory with only a compass and a light source. So they didn't tell them what the territory was. They just said, you know, we're going to see how you manage by yourself out here. Um, and they also told them that they would receive a substantial award, uh, reward if they survive sur- survive <laughs> if they if they were too able to if they were able to accomplish the task um but more or less yeah we'd give you a prize if you they survive. turn and giggle don't, at each other yeah, when they say that yeah if you don't get transported <laughs> to another dimension <laughs> so here's some free veal <laughs> so i don't know if the government if the romanian government actually recreated this experiment but this is supposedly what the Romanian government did in trying to recreate Alexandru's uh, experiments. So the first guy they brought in, they flew him in by helicopter. Uh, by, heli- by helicopter. <laughs> nice. Not airplane. They didn't make him skydive. So they flew him in by helicopter. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> at kind of like the western edge of the forest. Uh-huh. And brought him in at midnight. The only thing they gave him was they gave him a backpack that had food, water, a compass, and he had an oil lantern with enough oil to last him until morning. They told him that he needed to go east until he reached a road that would lead him to a cabin where government agents were waiting for him. Okay. And they told him to stop every 30 minutes to record any events that he experienced on paper. So he reached the cabin at 2 a.m. 
And he gave the notes to his agent, and he was driven to a nearby city and received his reward. So, um, the first guy, like I said, it only took him two hours. He was able to get to the cabin, apparently. Uh, at 12.30, he stopped and wrote, I stopped at a nearby creek to rest and eat. Being in a forest at night with only an oil lantern for a source of light really managed to scare the hell out of me. I thought I'd, I thought I kept seeing more shadows than there really were. Okay. Half hour later, one o'clock, so he's doing what he's asked. Uh, he says, I stopped at a little clearing to change the oil. I swear there must be something out there following me. I can almost be sure there was a shadow that wasn't from a tree. Maybe an animal. Okay. His one thirty entry. Now I'm definitely freaked out. I saw something <laughs> staring at me in the distance. I only managed to see its silhouette, but as soon as I looked at it, it vanished. I'm starting to second doubt this experiment. <laughs> oh, shit. 155 is his last entry. I'm on the road. I can see the cabin from here. That thing that from before that was following me, the more I walked, the more it got close. Thankfully, I haven't seen it for a while, so I figure I'll just get to the cabin without any more delays. So... Uh, after after this whole experiment was over, apparently he remained in an alarmed state for a couple of days, uh, but then he just kind of went back to normal. So he's having some PTSD a little, for a little, little bit. bit of PTSD. So the second just from guy being freaked out, just from being freaked out. So like I said, I'm not sure. I'm I know Alexander. He did do the experiments and took notes and stuff like that. So I don't know exactly what his experiments were or if this is actually something that happened. But like I said, I thought that was an interesting story. That so, is pretty cool. Second subject, because there was three guys. Uh-huh. Next night at midnight, drops them off in the same spot, gives them the exact same things: the backpack, the food, the water. Um, but his lights or the compass as well. His light source, instead of an oil lantern, they give him an infrared camera. Oh shit! So it's dark as hell. Right. <laughs> so he's got an infrared camera. What year is this? So this is uh, supposedly. 10 years after Alexander died. So, 2000? so 2003-ish. <laughs> right? So there's, yeah. there's only one website I found this on. So I'm like, I'm like, this is too good to not share. Okay. I, th- I honestly think this is just a made-up story. But if you, it is, if this is real, like, that's even cooler. Um, sort of. <laughs> not for these guys, if it is real, but <laughs> for us. Um, so this dude, he ended up, so he gets dropped up at midnight as well. He doesn't get there till 5 a.m. So he took five hours. Oh, shit. Uh, when he showed up, he was very physically and psychologically shaken, and he was kind of panting and crying in fear. The dude was scared, right? <laughs> so his first entry in his journal was at 1230. Uh, he says, this camera really doesn't help me navigate. I even fell a few times because of it. Almost everything I see is blue and black except for the occasional red spot of an animal or a bird. His second entry is at 1 o'clock in the morning. Uh, I don't know what the fuck you guys put out here with me, but it's not funny. I took a break to drink some water when I heard a rattling come from deep within the forest. A rattling? Uh, a rattle. Oh, yeah. A rattle, a rattling, rattling, a rattle. He heard a rattle. He heard a noise in the forest. Yeah. Um, he says, I took my camera to see what it was, but uh, I can't be sure that it was no normal animal. Uh, it was big, but hunched over. I couldn't make it out. Uh, I couldn't make out its details since it was glowing bright red. I'm assuming looking at it with the infrared. Uh-huh. Um, he says, I slowly walked away from it, never losing it out of my sight, even though it stayed completely immobile. I found a small ditch to hide. I guess it's better to write in here than out there in the open. Uh, I'll quicken up my pace. The faster I get out of here, the better. 
Okay. So that's one o'clock in the morning. His next entry is not till four thirty. Oh shit. Says, I'm sorry for not writing more frequently. I just never had the chance. Shortly after my last entry, I heard it walking towards me. I hid in a small cave and waited for it pass. Uh, it took so long because of that. It didn't even leave me alone. I'll probably not write anything else until I get to safety. The last thing I want is to be surprised by that thing while my guard is down. So after his experiment's over, they say he was visibly stressed out and he was so like kind of messed up about it. Uh, he went and saw a psychologist for the next three months. <laughs> Interesting. Subject three. The next night. So this is three separate nights. Dropped okay. at midnight. Uh, same place he's dropped. Give him same equipment, except for his light source was a night vision camera. Uh, and hold on, so this this forest is only a square mile. Yeah. So it should only take. It should. I mean, a mile should only take you half an hour. Right. That's if you're going slow. That's yeah. if you're going slow. Right. Okay. So just, I'm just trying yeah, to visualize yeah. this. Well, I mean, yeah, if you're taking a leisurely walk, and at then night, you know, it, and this this cabin is inside this forest. Yep. So it's not even a full mile then right. that they're walking. Okay. But it's at midnight in, in the dark. dark. Right. Okay. So the yeah. first guy, like, let's so see, you're going first... slower already. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, with your light source one, one of the oil lantern, yeah, I could see you're going to have a lot more light. It's going to be easier mm-hmm. to see stuff. When you get to your only light source is an infrared camera. I wouldn't uh, even use it. <laughs> yeah, right? And then the last guy, he's given a night vision camera. Okay. That's the only thing you have to like see your way around. Which is actually pretty good. Right. I've, I've done it on plenty of investigations. I know Dave has as well. Uh, walking around with a night vision camera is great on oh, investigation. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Especially if you have a good, good power source for the light. So, oh, that's one thing that they um, say is like the forest will like drain your batteries and stuff. Mm-hmm. Actually, one of the videos I was watching, they mentioned that, and they might have staged this, but they mentioned that it drains your batteries and then the light on their video camera went off. And they started running and screaming. Um, but so the third guy, they say he never came back. They never found the guy. So he uh, was he was he was dropped same spot. Uh, night vision camera. Uh, when the agents were leaving the cabin because the guy never came, they found a uh, worn and beat up ragged piece of paper that was on the doorstep, and it only had one entry at twelve oh five. So five minutes in. Five minutes in, it was already. Five oh, minutes that in, that was only entry. Five though. minutes in, it's his only entry. Says, if you find this, please tell my family I love them. These may be my last words. After I couldn't see the helicopter anymore, I turned on the camera to check my surroundings. Uh, I can see about 20 meters in front of me. It doesn't, oh, I can see it 20 meters in front of me. It doesn't move as I write this. It doesn't even blink. It has no eyebrows. It's taller than any human or bear that I've ever encountered. It's hunched like a gorilla, supporting its weight on its extremities of its limbs. I can't even call those things hands. It has fish-like eyes, no pupils, pure engulfing darkness. Oh, God, it's tearing down the trees as it moves. That's it. Uh, Apparently, after this experiment happened, the Romanian government placed an electrified fence and guard towers around the forest. What makes me think this story isn't real, I couldn't find anything about there being a a fence or guard towers around the forest. Yeah, so none of this is actually... F- so I don't think any of this actually happened. I know that Alexander did take pictures mm-hmm. of the UFO and that, but I think this whole story that I just read was all fictitious. 
But it's a really cool story, I think. It is pretty cool. There are a few pictures. There are some uh, pictures. Of some good, like, shadow figures that people took in the forest of a bipedal. Big monster. Yeah, yeah, they also with, can't see the pupils or anything, but there's some good pictures of that. And again, how real are they? <laughs> you know, it's the internet. But, you know. You know what another thing makes so, me think about this uh, meadow? It could be a magnetic, something magnetic field of some kind. I think they have found traces of like some man- magnetic stuff in there. So I could see that, and maybe the trees don't grow in there because of that. Mm-hmm. But it also could be something that causes aliens to come over and check shit out. Could be. Right, and then a lot of people that go there, they they feel sick after spending too much time there, which also, again, could be, you're being exposed to that so EMF or... Yeah. These are some of the things that people report feeling or seeing when they're in the forest. People say they see balls of light. People say they see ghosts while they're in there. Uh, people say they hear what they call talking wind, which is basically disembodied voices, and they also hear giggling while they're in the forest. Um, people report hearing footsteps. Uh, one of the videos I watched, as they were walking down the trail, they said they heard footsteps walking in the forest right beside them. And they kept looking over, and the trees, at the point that they were at, the trees were kind of really close together, so you couldn't see through the trees. But they, the, the people were saying they heard footsteps as they're walking through the forest. Um, some other things that people say, the UFO sightings, uh, a lot of UFO sightings, especially in that clearing um, people say when they're in the forest, they get feelings of anxiety. They get feelings that they're being watched. Uh, people say that when they're in there, they they come out with burns on their skin or that they get severe rashes. I guess there's been studies that have been done that uh, show that there's a higher than usual radioactivity produced by natural uranium in the subsoil. Interdimensional right there. Maybe there's like a... A glitch where things are interdimensional, and the pe- they say thousand a thousand people have disappeared. Over a thousand people, yeah. In this square mile, yeah. What if it's just like also an interdimensional as they're walking through, or just a like a gravity because gravity all over the world, just the the ribbons are, are yeah, and and they're so just just from the natural from the the solar radiation hitting us and the solar wind, it's like the North Lights, and just a random hit, and in that specific area. That has that unique composition of the soil or the land or whatever the the case is there. But maybe aliens just, like that because that's right. where they can go interdimensional easily. Maybe in that area, it's possible people disappearing I mean, and reappearing back. I mean, there's there's uh, uh, the glowing green eyes is another thing people see there. When this it crazy could, gorilla right. monster, it, thing. it could be just again just uh, a result. Of that just unique atmospheric anomaly. This is very intriguing. I know, like, when we talked about Travis Walton, the whole area where his abduction happened was radioactive. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it could be a hotbed for UFO activity and paranormal activity because of this uranium. Um, which I think this might also be a reason why people report having headaches and high fevers and nausea while they're in the forest. Hallucinations. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then I talked about uh, equipment failure, which I don't know if uranium would cause that, but um, a lot of people claim that their equipment fails. Uh, there was supposedly a group of paranormal investigators, about five investigators, that went for a camping trip overnight, and they said they found some ruins, and 
ever since then, like nobody else has been able to find them. So I don't know if there's any interdimensional, interdimensional, or that's not a real story. <laughs> One of the two. Um, and then there was another story that uh, I, the people on the video told was that in the wintertime, some people are in there. Sometimes people see footsteps just kind of appear in the snow, like walking through the snow. And all of a sudden they just stop. Like the person either stopped or just kind of vanished. Interdimensional. Interdimensional or ghost. Um, maybe more of a, maybe something even like a residual that's leaving an imprint there. You know, it's like, you know, like the, the, the best places I think to investigate are old mines, mining cities. And I think there's a reason for that because of the mineral composition. Oh, yeah. More susceptible to, for magnetic waves and stuff. And things happen. And maybe it could be, it could be like, you know, just interdimensional footsteps. Someone's in another dimension walking, walking but it's in, imprinting itself in, in this that one. area. Which, which would look, you know, more like a, a residual haunting type thing. Right. Which I kind of, my my opinion on residual haunting is that that's part of it. What if it's one of the lost people? Yeah. There's, oh, shit. What if it's one of those Maybe. sheep? Or <laughs> <laughs> if it's the actual <laughs> it's, dude. It's, he's back. He's trying to find a sheep. Yeah. He's like, they're in the other dimension, bro. Yeah. <laughs> and then a lot of people have taken pictures of the forest. They say that uh, their pictures, they'll get like random black mists in their pictures. They'll say like their faces will come out warped. And apparently there's a lot of photos of shadow people in the forest. I could, I could see that. Because oh, especially yeah. with, oh, that'd be creepy. Just that, the, I see, I, could, I bet you'd get a, just a ton of shadows just the way these branches are all right all over the place and as you're moving they're going to move with you and then you're probably going to see some other things dart the other way right well like i said i was telling you earlier when i lived in west virginia and you get into those those forests that are pretty thick and that's when was my backyard was was a forest and it does mess with you especially on those moonlit nights you know full moon where you just have a little i mean Mm -hmm. it's it's really creepy, and again, it has a whole different vibe back there compared to the Utah forest. Again, I think these are the best forests in the, on the planet. I love, I love Utah forests, but um, I can see that. And when I was telling you, those those pictures look very similar mm-hmm. to those Appalachian forests, where it's not pine; it's you know all the maples and whatnot. Yeah, and, just thick. Um, it's again, it's a whole different vibe, and you know, like I was saying with the with the history of these areas. You know, that, mm-hmm. that could, there, it could just be a perfect storm of, you know, you have the history, you know, the paranormal, the the unique composition of the ground with the uranium, magnetic beams or fields coming in and out. You know, we know so little about the universe, you know, who knows what's happening there? It all comes at like once, you know, or maybe every so often it all just comes together. Something weird happens. Mm-hmm. Paranormal. Yeah. And- Something, something just turns perfectly, and right. then bam! Right, so like you know, uh, like 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 a like a key in a tumbler. You know, it's just it's that perfect thing, and something happens. Yep. And sometimes it's just a you know a hunched over gorilla demon <laughs> guy <laughs> without hands. Or, yeah, without hands, and and you know, or your sheep disappear. That's which would be the better option, maybe. Well, I don't know. The portal to hell. <laughs> it's a portal to hell, or they take your sheep. You pick. Mm-hmm. To hell. Yeah, you, you, to take the sheep. Yeah. The like, sheep go through the portal to hell. Yeah. 
Speaking, they should get portals to hell to go there. That's a show. But how would you uh, if you're just a sheep, man? I'm just walking through here. I'm in hell. What's so the hell? all these people that have like I've so on YouTube? There's a bunch of people that just walk in there and spend the night there, and I mean, it doesn't seem like any of them experienced this crazy of of an event as these three guys that did, you know, walk through the forest at night. Mm-hmm. We should do it. We should do it ourselves. Yeah. I know Ghost Adventures went there. Oh yes, oh. Um, it is not on that episode. Is not it's on. Discovery not, it's Plus. not. I tried to find it, I, but I did watch a clip that they had on TravelChannel.com, and when they got, they actually drove up to the clearing, and the way that they felt, or the way they described feeling, was they they did describe that strong feeling of anxiety, but for them it would like come and go. It wasn't always like they weren't anxious the whole time they were there, and this is only like a three minute clip, so. Mm-hmm. I don't know how the whole investigation went, but they did say both of Zach and the, the guy he was with um, said that they felt anxious, but then it would go away and they felt completely fine, like nothing was wrong. And then it would come back. So it's, I mean, it would be fun to walk through and kind of see what it was like. I know the couple videos, like one, the one girl went in and kind of told the history of the place and didn't really feel anything. And then the other couple that I watched, they were the ones that like any noise or anything, they were freaking out. Like they were walking in and there was like this one, this part was actually kind of weird. Cause there was like a pack of dogs that like showed up and it was like barking at them. And it was like, some of them were in front of them. Some were behind them. Like they almost had like the circle of dogs around them. Hmm. Almost as if the dogs were trying to warn them. But the or dogs eat them. or eat them, <laughs> but the dogs only went so far. They wouldn't actually follow them in the forest. They kind of followed them up the trail a little bit, but then they stopped and just kept barking at them as the the couple walked into the forest. Gorilla is going to get them now. Yeah, <laughs> but every every time they they said like I said they heard they thought they heard something walking through the forest with them. They heard a lot of like tree branches cracking and stuff like that, which I mean is not uncommon if you've ever right. been camping in the woods. Like you hear creaking of trees and stuff like that. It just happens. Mm-hmm. Um, then like I said, their, their light went out as they were talking about, uh, batteries being drained. And I almost wonder if that was them just turning the light off for effect. Did, is there, cause I never saw anything about there being any structures on this square acre or the square mile. So is this cabin that they speak of, is there a cabin that even exists on this land? I doubt it. Like I said, I don't think that story is true at all. So yeah. I'd, I haven't seen about any, there's houses nearby, like as they're coming into the forest. There's actually people that live like right Right at the edge of the forest. Isn't it a big agricultural area? I I think so. Probably is. We'll go with yes. Because I would say. I did Google map it, but I look (laughs) at, I spent about an hour a day on Google maps. I could have been looking at, you know, Botswana or something. I don't know. (laughs) It would be kind of cool just to walk through that at night, the middle of the night at midnight ourselves. With just our phones and no flashlights, just walk through. See if we get chased by a big ass gorilla. We got you, Squatch and gorilla fight. Yeah. <laughs> Ginger Squatch yeah, gorilla I'm fight. I'm only yeah, half Squatch. You, yeah, you don't. <laughs> you don't have to be faster than the the gorilla monster. You just have to be faster. Than you. you have to be faster than the slowest person. Yeah, big, yeah. yeah. That's what's why your, you what's always. Your, I'm sure, I'm sure Dale can remember. What, what's your 40 time, Tim? I got bad knees. but That's why you always take a fat person with you because they can't outrun the animals. Um, <laughs> me being the fat person. 
I don't know. I could hold my own. I, w- I want to fight a grizzly bear. <laughs> Apparently, 6%. Declawed. Declawed first. This totally, <laughs> totally off the subject, but I did see a post today that says, Apparently, 6% of Americans that were polled believe that they can win in a fight against a grizzly bear. So, I could take this. I could take it. Like a teenage we, Yeah, well, bear. I mean, you, you got to, like, you know, you got to, you know, work the body first. Whatever this gorilla monster right. thing is. you can't fight, you can't breathe. And then you, you go to the head, the nose. The neck. And, and then it... Jugular. Yeah, and then it will clamp onto your throat and rip it out. And you're dead. Like, right. If I die, like, in some <laughs> gruesome way, at least I'll be able to say, like, I was killed by a cryptid. Yeah. You know? You feel the next level... Well, Who you are you going to tell that to, though? The, I'm a ghost. The I can obvious. do what I want. I'm tell it to the obvious one. Be like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm into obvious three. I got to find someone one of those. It's like Common. The, Sure wasn't You're a bear. No, I'll tell you. <laughs> Find out. Oh, it's a no. It's actually a, a bear with rabies and <laughs> in the mange. It just looked really bad. Cocaine it actually bear. was really weak. You might have taken it, but you were running. It was killed by cocaine bear. <laughs> and Ray Liotta's ghost. Yep. Rest in peace, Ray. Yes, his last movie ever. Yeah, Cocaine Bear comes out soon in theater near you. I think this I can't weekend. wait to see Mom's that concert. for free on HBO. Yeah, wait. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's um, that's the Hoi Bachu Forest. That apparently me, nuts. me fighting cryptids. Um, that with our cameras going. <laughs> Go to the body, <laughs> body. It's hit a ghost. The, hit him in the kidneys. Okay. You can't see him in the camera. <laughs> <laughs> it's Tim just out there. Uh, <laughs> beat up. Beat up. He's getting ghost beat up. <laughs> hey, that interdimensional. Happens. Yeah, he's getting it interdimensional happens. ass whooping. We talked about it with Lurch a couple of weeks ago at the Bell Witch House. Some dude got beat up right in front of everybody by a ghost. He got an interdimensional ass whooping. Yes, he did. <laughs> Speaking of interdimensional <laughs> ass whooping, Phantasm was a lie. <laughs> yeah, what? No. Okay, I mean, okay well, that's, that's probably... That's a Ben Affleck go, go watch... No, not that. Not Phantoms. <laughs> Phantasm. And yeah, Phantoms no. was a really poor version of that book, by the yeah. way. But we won't go down there. Yeah, let's not go down there. Yeah. That movie sucked. So it's been two years since you've been on, Dave. Yes. Any investigations that you've gone on with on your adventures or plan on going on here soon? Um, besides Fort Douglas. Now the, the two uh, in the two years, I, I've done two investigations, and they were both at the Paranormal Potluck at uh, Benson Grist. There's been which. It, it is what it is, that place. It's a great place for um, forgetting or experiencing things. But we've all done, we've, we've probably talked that place to death. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Just I, won't, I, won't, I won't go to Investing because there's so much. And in fact, as you know, you, you see me walking around, I'm not even doing it. I, I have no equipment with me, maybe my phone for a quick EVP session. I, I've already, they've told me whatever they need to tell me at the, at the Benson Grist, the spirits there. It's a good place. Good place to start off if you've never done it. It is. Um, Another good place to start off is Fort Douglas. Yes, because that's where uh, we're going to be investigating, I guess, eh? Yes, sir. And that place is probably my second favorite right behind the now defunct family tree. tree. So now, because of that, it has bumped up into the number one spot. You were there with us when we got the shave and the haircut on Mm -hmm. video. Oh yeah, oh, that, yeah. That was yeah at, at the family tree. That yep. was uh, that was that was that one was of the cool, craziest things. Cool if if that's... you haven't seen the shave and a haircut video, it is on our YouTube page. 
Um, you just go to our YouTube page, scroll a little bit down. It's I have it titled Shaven Haircut. You can actually see a spirit responding on a Ghosty's EMF meter when we ask it if it knows Shaven Haircut. It's really cool. And then you and, hear the tapping. And then you yeah, hear me the, swear. Beep, beep. <laughs> beep, beep. But it was, yeah, I, and, I, and I'm probably the, the skeptic of, of at least I, I feel I am. I always want to debunk everything versus um, believe in stuff because it's it's when you believe in stuff, it's the really cool stuff. But that was odd. Mm-hmm. That was that because that thing wasn't doing any that that uh, sensor wasn't making any noise, wasn't doing anything until you did the. Well, and then I had because it was uh, DVO that that did it, and after it happened, we tried to recreate it and we couldn't. Yeah, no, we tried. That was that was a cool night. Um, but as, as far as Fort Douglas goes, there's a lot of crazy stuff that's gone on there. That was my first real experience where I went, holy crap, this is, uh, there's something to this. And that was the first time I saw a shadow dart across the wall in a, in a room where no one was moving. There was no light flickering in and out. No one was... Uh, Which uh, room was that in? That was in the library. Okay. And that was in the, the library that has all the, the swords. Okay. Or swords. Swords. If you... So that's before you go back into right. the Right, so you, have, you have the... So there's no windows in this room. Yes. So you're not getting the cars that are driving by. And um, we were out looking for that. And, that's, that's, and uh, Caleb was in that room with us. And a couple other people. And that was a Chunga hunt years and years ago. I think that was in, in actually 2015. That was a long time ago. a long ago. time ago. Long time I actually, ago. I remember making a video because I was recording. And I have a really good recording of that. And I was like, trying to pull it up on my on my old email because I do know that I did send it to somebody. But it's so old it's been archived. But Caleb, Caleb may have that. I copied it to discs, like CDs. That's how long ago it was on my, on my laptop. What are, what are CDs? Yeah, exactly. Exactly, and um, but we were we were in there, and I had a, my my EM pump going, and we were just doing asking questions, and in this video, and you you couldn't see obviously with your eyes, but there's orbs going up around uh, Caleb, um, going into the EM pump. There's a point where I'm where I'm sitting there, and and it was with the infrared. And um, I feel something. I start like moving my hand around, and it was where an orb just went shooting right into the the EM pump. Interesting. And it was it was just building up, and you know we were just doing an EVP more than anything. And I and I wish you know I, I had the camera pointing towards us versus the rest of the room or where it went. But um, and Caleb and I both saw it, in, and we all saw it, but we saw it in two different ways. Where I saw a dark shadow come shooting from behind us and going across the the wall fast and it had some you know three-dimensional aspect it wasn't just a shadow it was more like uh, a mist where Mm. caleb saw more of a a white gray i believe if he was saying but we both saw the same thing and uh one of the other uh guests or investigators went running out of there screaming and and we all saw it and we almost i and i swear on that video there's like a pop before it happens like an, almost like an electric power but you feel it and, and it that was, was like, also in the library area yes this all happened in the same spot and um it was and almost like you felt that energy building up like something was going to happen because like i said there's a point where i'm, I'm like wait i'm like what is that right here caleb's phone turned off it was just it was 
just you could feel something was going to happen. It wasn't us just you know psyching each other out or anything like that. Um, and yeah. when at the end and and I think someone says, "Oh my God, what is that behind you?" or something something to that effect. And that's when the the shadow goes shooting across the room. Oh, and that was that was so cool. <laughs> and it was I thought it was neat. Uh, I I wish the people didn't scream or whatever because I would have liked to hear what's <laughs> going on. Um, and what, yeah, you hear him running down the hall or whatever. I'm like, isn't that why we're here? What are you running right, away I know, for? Right? I mean, it's not like, you know, if it came out of a wall with an axe or something, I might take off, but it's just a, you know. They were watching too much Ghost Adventures at that they point. They think that that's something. protocol. That's what you that's do. Protocol. Right, yeah. Hey, Ghost, talk screaming. to me. And then when they do, what? Yeah, yeah. I, that's, I never, yeah, even then. And, and, and honestly, I was, I was there because of Ghost Adventures. So, okay, that's why I started watching. I'm like, that's pretty cool. I saw that Goldfield episode, which again, Paul Goldfield, we're coming, we're coming, we're coming someday. Yeah, we'll keep saying it keep until saying, it happens. Well, I, I'm saying like, <laughs> we discussed it previous to this too, so we're not just saying that. So at but, Fort Douglas, um, I just remembered of a of a cool experience I had in that same area, but it was like right at the entrance of the Navy room, right? Because when we went, the Navy room you couldn't access it that night. So they were using it for storage, and I didn't know. Yeah, that they that... remodeled it. It's not the navy room anymore, but yeah. but at that time, that was what it was called, and it wasn't. It used to be accessible, and people have had a lot of experiences in there. I've never been. I didn't know that that was a thing in that room. I, to my knowledge, was it was always closed off. But I walked up to that room, and I already felt stuff right away. And I've got stories about that room. Yeah, share that after this yes. one. So, oh, no, 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 uh, I'll share it on our Fort Douglas episode, the hundredth episode. Okay, I'll, I'll share mine after yours. Okay, so uh, <laughs> so if I'm, you do yours, I'll do mine. I'm feeling, yeah. I'm feeling something in there, and I kind of go to the entrance as far as I could, and I'm leaning in there, and I'm having my K two, I'm holding my K two in there, and I'm asking for something to make a noise, and I was joined by this other. Uh, she, I think she is also a medium. Her name is Mary Carmen. She joined, and she was standing there with me, and she was also listening in on it, and she heard it make a noise. So when I asked for it to, for something to make a noise, it came from the ceiling somewhere, and I, I can't remember if it was like footsteps in there or something like a, a ball rolling or something, but it was like coming from the ceiling. And then soon after, I asked for it to uh, to come set off the K two, and it starts going off in my hand as I'm reaching it in there. It's going off and there was nothing setting it off there was no reason for it to go off and yeah when i asked for it after it was making noise it set it off that's pretty cool and i think i have that on video too i have to go through my stuff but i just remembered that well the navy room was was fairly active room that was like one of the places when we did all those chunga hunts he goes that's a place where we get a lot of activity yeah and so i found that afterwards when i told right. people and they're like yeah it's called the navy room <laughs> yeah and and those that yeah it was it was i mean this again this is like in 2015 or back 2017 i have to look it was a long time ago <laughs> days of your it was how many years pre-covid <laughs> yeah pre-covid and um five years pre-covid that's another place where i saw a, a, a shadow in there as well you saw, so you saw two in that place, right? Right, and that was it. wasn't It was, it was more like just a, it wasn't quick, so it wasn't start. It was just kind of like nah, towards the the door. You had to walk up those stairs, and uh, which it, it was a it was a cool cool experience. In that, the other one was one I think I felt, and, and I'm not a big um, audio audio box, the echo box. Echo box. Thank you. 
And I'm not really into those. They're kind of like the orbs where I think like 90% of them are just a bunch of things you're hearing in your head. And um, I've gotten relevant information. On I have too. I'm saying, but it's that 10% that's the good stuff. Yeah. yeah. And I'm getting this to that. True. <laughs> this I'm getting to that 10% right here <laughs> because I am, because I always want to remain skeptical. I'm not saying I don't want to believe. I'm just saying that I want to right. like that. I can know I have echo box on my phone. <laughs> it's, it's fun to play with in these places. Um, and so we, we, this was on Chunga, and Chunga was actually doing it, and it was and it was making the all these words were come out and whatever, and, I, and I'm sitting there just interested. I wasn't freaked out, even though it was you know saying some words here and there. And it was going through, and it said in my head, I heard this loud and clear in my head, in my mom's voice, just David Ward, David Ward. I heard it. It sent a chill. I felt it. Like, I was like, like, I instantly went to hairs on standing up mode. And again, I was just kind of sitting there like, you know, whatever. Was, we were just kind of wrapping up. And that, and that night, nothing really had happened. And it said your full name. David Ward. In my mom's voice. And I felt like my mom. And she died in 2000. Uh, in 2000. And I went back and I was I was recording. You know, I had my my uh, recording. In fact, I, I've got it. I, I don't know where it is on there somewhere. It's one of you know 157 yeah, right? files on there. I took it and it just went. That's all it was. It wasn't my name, but I heard it. Right. Yeah. Like and again, I wasn't thinking anything. I I, I said I, I wasn't even really into it going through. But when I I heard that loud and clear in my mom's voice. That's pretty nuts. And, and again, that was just like, okay, that's, you know, and I try not to, again, I never psych myself up at these places. You know me. I'll, you weren't I'll, expecting right, that. Right, you know me. I'll send, I'll send be by myself in, in Family Tree Yeah. down there going, hey, man, if you want to do something, do something. Because so I, mean, I, I don't freak out. You weren't expecting easy. your mom's voice. No. Like you're in a no, place I wasn't that has even thinking relative yeah. to your mom. Yeah, yeah well, I, I'm not thinking of my mom when I'm on a ghost right. out at Fort Douglas. <laughs> yeah, so, so that's. I've, I've actually right. had with the Echo Vox. Um, cause I used to, before, before I sold you my camera, cause I had a really good one right. and then my camera was stolen. Um, I would record my echo box sessions on mm -hmm. camera and I'd go back and listen. There would be things like we would hear plain as day while we we're having the session. And then we go back and listen to the video. It's like you said, right. It's, it doesn't sound anything like what you heard at the time. But the funny thing is, is there's other times where you're going back and listening to the audio and there's something that you hear very clearly on the audio that when it happened live, like you didn't hear it. Just right. bypass it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then that's. I was just like, how did I miss that? But <laughs> at the same time, it's like the stuff we're reacting to, it's like, it didn't say that. Not picking that right. up. Right. And that's the cool 10% of those. And that's why I, I, I said, I like the Echo Box. But it's one of those things where I said the majority of it that I hear coming out of it is just a bunch of gobbledygook. And, Pretty much. Well, and with the Echo Box, it's just like uh, I believe it's Edgar, right, Al yeah. Edgar Allan Poe's The Raven just kind of right. scrambled up. Right. And that's, but when I heard that, and again, I, I, I wasn't even, it just, I don't know where, it was sounded like my mom, I was like, David Ward? Just, like she was saying my name. Like, yeah. hey, I'm here. And, and that, it was, I mean, it was the most, it was, it rattled me. And I don't get rattled very easy. And it was, it was quick. It was, but it was kind of like an excited, excited rattle after I come like, oh my God, did I just hear my mom? No, and I I've went only back. ever seen you get rattled once. Yeah. Yeah. And that was a family tree. Yeah, again, family tree, but I'd do that again any day of the week. <laughs> any day. So, I mean, you've mentioned the EM pump a couple times. Mm -hmm. I don't think we've ever spoken about it on this podcast before. If you don't know what an EM pump is, 
Uh, we've talked about spirits. They feed off of electromagnetic fields or energies. like And anything can set off an EMF. Uh, so basically, uh, these EM pumps is basically an EMF generator. And if you buy the good ones on like Ghost Top, uh, they're quiet. But if you make your own like I did, they're very loud and noisy. <laughs> and and, and they ruin your EVP and sessions. Annoying, yeah. They're very annoying. You've seen it. I have. Both of them, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I The box I got was way too big. Hey. I it, was supposed to buy the smaller box. They work. It did. They do put out EMF, but they're super noisy. So I can't do, it's, I can't do EMF or EVP sessions. While I'm using my it's, EM it's pumps. That low vibration is not what you want to hear in a dark room. No, it's, just, it's like, well, it's just, what about uh, your plasma ball idea? Does that pump put out EMF? It does put out EMF. It doesn't put as, as much as my EM pumps do, but they do put out EMF. And they're uh, quiet. I, they're, they're, they are quiet. And they um, make a cool light show. Yeah. They do make a cool light show. So <laughs> they do work. They don't put out a ton of energy, so spirits can kind of feed off on it if they don't need a lot of energy. If they do need a lot of energy, the plasma balls are not going to cut it. Because they, they either plug in using a DC adapter, or I usually just use uh, AAA batteries, so it's portable. Um, so it it can work, uh, but not as good as like an actual EM pump. Some of the things that I do have that I want, or I don't have, but on my wish list is a Jacob's Ladder or a Tesla coil. The Tesla coils are loud, though. Yeah. Well, the Jacob's Ladder is going to be loud, too. Oh, yeah, Jacob's Ladder. That's the loudest one. Those yeah, things because you just have a big about. bolt of that's electricity going. Zoom. Zoom. Yeah. Zoom. It's, it's like you're in a 1950s Frankenstein movie. Right. A Tesla coil can yeah. be loud as well. Um, electricity is just, it's a loud thing. Um, but yeah, that's what EM pumps are. They just create energy that spirits can feed off of so they can, can communicate with us. I think mine's an ion pump too. Yeah, didn't you get one off the ghost op or no it was on another place that, that yeah it was on ebay like everything eBay. i buy um and it was it was a they're defunct they don't they're not in business anymore but that's where they made those cool light arrays for my camera or your former camera um that you can't use it because yours is stolen yeah. <laughs> sorry someone stole your camera my, i'll let yeah. you use it. hey I'll, I'll bring it to fort douglas because i'm not going to be using it if you want to use it Oh, I've got new toys. Oh, okay. I got a millimeter with a REM pod on it. I've seen that. It's cool. I like it. I'm going to get me a new voice recorder. I think I we're just kind of dragging now. Oh, yeah. Well, should we call that an episode? We probably yeah. should. Follow us on uh, social media. Like I mentioned earlier, evp.pod at Instagram and Facebook. If you have a story you'd like to share with us, email us at evp.pod at gmail.com. Uh, also, get check your tickets. out. Get your tickets for the ghost hunt. Uh, and before you do the ghost hunt, I don't know, unless you get express shipping, you can check out our affiliate link at ghostop.com to buy yourself some gear to bring to the equip, the investigation. Cause we don't have any to provide for you. Tim, Tim and Dale will sign, autograph them for you. Yeah, sure. For a small fee. That's, Ghosty uh, and Beaker. Nickel. Yeah. That's Ghosty little... and Beaker. Well, <laughs> for 50 cents. For we'll a light slapping. Your, yeah. What? Or, 50, that's all. We'll, we'll get into that after the, yeah. Show. Get your tickets, though. Get your tickets. We hope to see you there. You won't be sorry. All right, go soon and play that. Peace out, butterflies. Robots don't say ye. This is the EVP Podcast. <laughs>